fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Man, what a bust. What a bust, man. I was so excited. We had a brand new kind of thing for our video feed, kind of a new intro, a little new graphic for you that I was so excited to run, and I got it all prepared, and I got it all ready, and then I looked over, and my computer said that the audio wasn't working, so then I had to try, while the intro's playing, try to get the graphic and the audio up and going. So, holy cow, I think we're back up, though. Uh, yeah, that's where I think it's working. So if you are watching the video feed, I apologize for that. And I think we're back up and going for the audio. I was sitting there talking to people, having a good time, getting them hyped up for the show today. Nonetheless, we are on it. We are ready to go. We are active, ready to rock and roll for a Monday for radio, TV, live streaming, broadcasting all over the place. Welcome into the Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas. First world problems, man, right? That's what I'm talking about. It's a Monday, trying to get things under control here. Big show lined up for you today. Matt Rosenberg, he's an author. It's been a long time since we've had him on the show and excited to have him back on today. He is the author of a few different books, uh, different pieces as well. We'll talk identity politics. Are we capable of ending racism in the realm of politics? I really don't know that we are. So we'll get to that here in just a minute. Also, we do have the latest on the Trump raid on the Mar-a-Lago from the FBI. Some news coming out from over the weekend. Are you up to par on that stuff? And a heck of a lot more. Make sure to like it out, share it out, listen to us. We always appreciate and love you to death. Coming up today, though, holy cow, man, some stuff leaked out that wasn't quite supposed to be leaked out. As the Democrats have been asked numerous times by new, numerous different media outlets, on whether Joe Biden would be running for president again in 2024 for the re-election, and the the response by some has been kind of surprising. Maybe, maybe. All right, there we go. <laughs> now it seems like it's glitching up too. Thank you, computers, on a Monday. We appreciate that. As Congresswoman Maloney, Carolyn Maloney, has come out and said that off the record, Joe Biden is not planning on running for office. At all again, according to the interview that she was on with the New York Times. Should there be an age limit for Congress, they asked her. Members of Congress have term limits. It's called elections every two years, meaning, no, we don't support term limits. We want to stay in there as much as possible. And when we have enough of an arson and a campaign chest of money to just throw out there, we can stay in office as long as we want. Because we appeal to the simple-minded, low-IQ voters that is the Democrat Party. They go on to say, should President Biden run again? Her response, according to Mediaite.com, off the record, he's not running. They say not off the record, on the record. Oh, well, on the record, no, he he should not run again. He should not run again. Not, no, he's not going to run. No, he should not run again. We don't want him to. Setting up the stage for what could be going into the uh, presidential election of 2024. I find that kind of interesting. But the, can't, the, the uh, Democrats definitely need a campaign push, don't they? I got to find some way to get some more money. They're hurting in the polls right now for the midterms. They're hoping the Donald Trump thing will help push some activism on the other side of the aisle. And it's not quite working the way it needed to. Not really working the way that it needs. So what are they doing? They're a big campaign push right now in the latest in what's trending. What's trending today? Oh, yeah. Now, I had to check the date on this headline because I swore 
I swore that this was an outdated one from like a year ago, maybe two years ago, going into the presidential race or something. Oh, no. This was as of today, August 15th at uh, 4.30. 4.30 Eastern? That doesn't make any sense. E- EDT? That's that's Eastern time. That would be like in a 20 minutes from now. Nonetheless, uh, Atlanta Police Department. Oh, wait a second. That's why. Because it changed the headlines on me. See, this is why... We have to deal with all these daggone computers. Democrat Campaign Committee offers COVID-19 face masks in exchange for financial contributions. <laughs> yeah, see? All right, thank you. See, this was at 2 o'clock today. That sounds much better. I'm 20 minutes in the future, man. I'm telling you, crazy day today. Democrat Campaign Committee offers COVID-19 face masks in exchange for financial contributions. You donate to the D, uh, to the DCCC, the Democrat Congressional Campaign Committee, you donate to them $15 or more, and they're giving you a face mask. Now, again, I had to check the date on this because I swore that COVID-19 was like over. And the CDC said you didn't have to wear masks anymore. And that if you got it, you didn't have to quarantine. And if you tested positive and you didn't have any symptoms, that you could only you could stay at home for a less amount of time because COVID's not as popular any longer. And it's not as dangerous as what it used to be, even for those that are unvaccinated. So it's not a big deal. But the Democrats, man clinging on to the past as they are giving away their COVID-19 face masks that say vote in uh, exchange for a donation of $15 or more to help elect Democrats nationwide. I mean, I guess you got to rile them up somehow. You got to get them fired up somehow. And I guess it's a way for them to continue to do what they do very well, which is muzzle their constituency. (laughs) I was at least able to get a joke out today. Good golly. Uh, Let's get into the biggest, obviously, the big news. I'm kind of sick and tired of hearing about it, but more news has come out over the weekend. So let's go ahead and do this. What's trending today? In our big story of the day, of course, the latest with the raid from the FBI. The FBI, by the way, is getting a little concerned. There's been different protests at different uh, headquarters of the FBI across the country. I believe in Arizona, New Mexico, Florida, and other places, I believe, where they're starting to, uh, one of them getting violent, unfortunately, trying to take a firearm in there. Not the smartest idea to do with an FBI headquarter, but uh, other individuals protesting peacefully. Uh, showing their support for Donald Trump and the corruption that's going on within our federal agencies, which is very concerning for most individuals. But Trump has now come out to try and help cool the country's temperature, quote-unquote. And the media, on cue, just like normal, they can't actually enjoy Donald Trump or appreciate Donald Trump trying to help cool the temperatures and work with them. Oh, no, he is still the most horrible human being on the face of the earth. Every media outlet, including Judge Report, by the way, which we don't constitute Judge Report being a conservative white website any longer, they say that he's desperate to make a plea deal, which is why he's trying to reach out with an olive branch. Not sure how. But he has sent the tweet to or the text to Merrick Garland as he tried to reach out and say that he wanted to help cool the country's temperature. The country is in a very dangerous position. There is a tremendous anger and like I've never seen before all over with scams and this new one with years of scams and witch hunts. And now this, according to Fox News Digital, where he said that he wants to do whatever I can to help the country during a dangerous time, quote unquote, as he sent to the FBI. Now, in a rational-minded individual's thoughts, you would say, well, you know what? First, he came out and said, release the report on what they found. 
release the search warrant, let the public know what's going on because I have nothing to hide. You didn't need to barge into my home. You didn't need to steal the documents. You didn't need to try and blow it up to the point of a nuclear discussion, pun intended, saying that there was actually nuclear uh, documents in his home that were top secret and classified and all this other garbage. It wasn't to that level. It didn't need to be to that level. So go ahead and release all the documents. Release what you found. Release all this stuff because I have declassified it. So it, poof, it's declassified. That's all you have to do. Don't have to worry about a single thing. People are tired of the federal agencies trying to abuse Donald Trump and, can, and abuse conservatives. We talked about it last week where there's really a, a true correlation between the FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago and the expansion of 87,000 IRS agents. And by agents, they try to they try to split hairs here and say, well, they're not all agents. They're like IT workers and other ones. There could be some agents, but some IT workers and other positions that need to be filled. Okay, cool. At the same time, you're expanding the IRS to have more audits and crack down more on the private sector. You remember back all the way back when? Now, we don't because we're not old enough, but you remember all the way back when? When we started a nation... And we stood up against tyrants because of a 2% tax increase on tea and on firearms and on goods. 2%. And we said, oh, heck no. And we started our own nation. Now, we're expanding the IRS to audit all of us where they've tried to regulate every transaction that you do above $600. They try to regulate Every action that you do, whether it's purchase food, whether it's drive a vehicle, whether it's get licensed for a business, they control every aspect of you. And they say that you're hiding 50% of what you should be reporting to the federal government. And therefore, we need to expand the IRS to regulate you more and not only expand it, but militarize it to where they're armed and they can come in and their duty is to use deadly force if necessary during a tax audit. Imagine, if you will, how far we've come in a nation when we allow that to happen. Andy, how does that tie into Mar-a-Lago? It's very simple. You have a militant force of law enforcement that's going after a guy that politically they disagree with. Then they use the taxes and the funding and the economy to control those that are his supporters. And if you don't agree with it and you stand up against it, then you're the radical domestic terrorist that we need to come down on and crack down on and make an example out of. Or you stay submissive, and you stay under the realm, and then we continue to oppress you by taxes and by the IRS and making sure that you don't have a whole lot of money. This is wild. Yeah, people are angry, which is why the FBI says that now there is a very good likelihood of a civil war. God forbid that ever happened. Imagine, if you will, beforehand, before this entire invasion, we saw a third of the nation in the latest polls show that they were either prepared for or expecting a civil war. Not that they wanted it or that they were going to partake in it, but a third of the nation, a third of our population said that they were prepared for a civil war that was going to be imminent here relatively soon. That number has climbed since this invasion of Trump's house and the FBI. The government has to do something in good faith to show 
that they're not here to try to abuse us. And right now, it doesn't seem like that's what they're wanting to do. In these types of situations, what happens is, um, you know, the, the attorneys handling it will ask that there be an independent special master, which is basically an attorney that gets appointed to oversee to make sure everything is done correctly, that is independent of both our side and the Department of Justice. It's a neutral party. Think of it much like a mediator. They just make sure that the T's are being crossed, the I's are being dotted, and there's no funny business. Right. So, so um, my understanding from the attorneys on our side is that they did ask and give them a heads up that they wanted to ask for a special, you know, a special mask. Again, very case. common to do it that. It is common, especially in these highly politicized situations. It's, it's a good thing to do. Mueller, all of these people are mm -hmm. appointed. Um, you want to do it to basically preserve that everything is done with dignity and correctly. They did indicate to our attorneys, though, that they were going to oppose that. Of course they're going to oppose it. So the federal government, who usually has an independent review, sit there and watch how the process is done, make sure nothing's a little shaky, a little weird. They're opposing that. They don't want an independent reviewer during this investigation. That, by the way, was uh, uh, Elena, Elena Hava, the personal attorney for President Donald Trump, former President Donald Trump. That was her on Newsmax. Sorry, we encourage a third-party auditor to watch this entire process, and they're turning it down, which she says is a really dumb move. Was I surprised by it? Yes, I don't think optically it's a good idea. I think that you need to look impartial, especially given the negative um, impact that this has had yeah. on the country right now. I would try and look as open to having transparency as possible. That's what you would think. That would be the commonsensical way to go about things here, but they don't. While the FBI says they're concerned about a potential civil war and violent uprising, there's protests at FBI headquarters across the nation. They don't care. They don't want an independent third-party checker to verify that everything's here. Like she said, crossing the T's and dotting the I's. They don't want that in the system. We are the government. We will handle it. You just shut up and go about it. And if you don't like it or if you're concerned about corruption in the system, you just have to deal with it because you will not uprise against us. It's kind of an angering, scary thought there, isn't it? we got lots more to get to here when we come back right around the corner for a Monday here on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. All right, I think, knock on wood, I always say this and I know something always weird happens, but I think, knock on wood, we got some of the kinks worked out on the system. (laughs) It's a Monday. Computers don't want to work. You don't want to work. It's okay. We're back at it, so welcome into the program. Bottom of the hour, Matt Rosenberg. He'll be joining us. We'll talk about identity politics, crime rates in Chicago, how we solve some of those issues, and is the minority community... Tired of politics and racism in politics from the other side of the aisle. Are we starting to see that transition with that identity politics? We'll get to that here in just a little bit with Matt Rosenberg and appreciate him very, very much. So we have the distrust in the federal agencies, which is expected and is common sense. Go with some of the stuff that's going on. Look, when you have the Biden investigation, the Hunter Biden investigation, the Hillary Clinton investigation, all this stuff going on. They don't raid any of them, but they go into Donald Trump's house and say, hey, anything, according to the report from the warrant of what the FBI was supposed to grab, any document that was presidential between the time he took office to the time he left office, anything like we're just going to erase you from history and pretend like you didn't even were you were even president in any way, shape or form. We're going to take all of that stuff away from you. While they tell us, oh, he's got like nuclear warhead documents in there. He's got top secret information while they go through Melania Trump's uh, wardrobe, which I did find hilarious that uh, she was cool enough to have nuclear warhead information in her wardrobe next to her dresses. I mean, that's (laughs) apparently apparently that's how awesome that the uh, that the Trump family actually is. I don't say this to get people angered up and riled up because I know it's very easy for us to do in a time like this because it is a very angering thing. What can we do? Well, we continue to spread the word on what's really going on. We expose them for what's happening. We expose what's really going on and give the truth out there. No, there is nothing there that Donald Trump was trying to hide. He's the one early on that said, release the the search warrant so everybody can see. Release all the documents that you gathered. Because there's nothing here. We've been working with the White House and the National Archives for the last year to show and give you whatever you needed. So anything you needed was there. I declassified it all. I can just say declassified. Poof. It's done. It's over and it's all good. And now he's saying, hey, let's try to de-escalate the situation. You guys started it. Let's de-escalate it as he sends a text out to Merrick Garland. What can I do to cool the temperature down of the country? We don't want a civil war. We don't want riots. We don't want uncivility. We don't want this stuff. You guys caused the issue. Let me help you defuse the situation. And you know what the response is from the mainstream media and from the government? Oh, look at that. Donald Trump's trying to make a plea deal. Donald Trump trying to find his way out. It's insane. How they twist it, no matter what. And that's why you get to the point where you say, you know what? Don't even try to help them. Don't even try to patch things up. Don't even try to cool the temperature down because every time we do, it doesn't work. And I don't say that again to get you all worked up because we are winning the battles. 
It may not seem like it at times. The media doesn't cover it, obviously, most of the time. But you are winning these battles. There's a primary tomorrow where one of the biggest Trump haters in Washington, D.C., that's causing the biggest ruckus and pushing the button and poking the bear right now, she's going to be out of office soon. As Liz Cheney, according to MSN, Liz Cheney's political life is likely ending and just beginning. Now they're looking at her. I can't say without smiling, a little bit smirking just a bit. She's looking at the presidential run now. What? Look, if she has 60% of her own Republican Party disowning her in the state of Wyoming, but yet she's going to make a presidential run, who do you think she's going to be appealing to? It's not going to be Republicans. She's going to be like the next John Kasich, the thorn in our side that's under the umbrella that says they're Republican, and she's going to be the one that's making the Republicans have a bad name, working more so with Democrats than Republicans, and she thinks she's going to have a chance to run for president now because she's going to lose her congressional seat tomorrow in the primary in the state of Wyoming. I have word and news for you, Liz Cheney. You're going to be just as unpopular, if not more unpopular, than John Kasich, the hack former Republican governor was out of the state of Ohio. Just throwing that out there for you. When we come back, excited to have on the program. It's been way too long since we've had this guy on, Matt Rosenberg. We'll do that when we come back on a Monday here for The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion, religion, and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course, yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Darn right on the home stretch here. Last half hour of the show goes by way too fast. Welcome in radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting all over the country. Multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations, live stream and the podcast, of course, as well, which our podcast hits every month. And I don't know why we can't get all 50. We hit 49 states and they diff- they bounce around each month, too. <laughs> I just don't know why. Kind of interesting. So we need to get all 50 states one of these times. But we kill it. You guys are continuously growing. You follow us. You like us. You download. And we thank you very, very much for all the great support. Uh, big news coming as well with the show. Also, our live stream on the Opsland. You guys are killing it on there. We've been seeing some big numbers there, too. Thank you guys watching us on the app and on the website and on the live streams. Wherever you may be watching or listening, we appreciate you trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. We'll get back to election coverage tomorrow. Liz Cheney about ready to go down. Is she, how is she doing? No, no. Last poll we saw, she was down by like 20, 30 points in the election for the primary. And she knows it, which is why she had to bring daddy out of the closet to go and campaign for her. And show to buckle down and double down on how bad Donald Trump 
really is. With that, let's shift gears, though, just a little bit, because as you know, the other side of the aisle, their favorite thing they like to focus on is identity politics. The racism, the bigotry, the closed-mindedness. It's all about identity politics. You're not an individual. You are part of a group. It's the groupthink mentality. It's the group thought. And you, if you're part of a group, then you have to vote this way. You have to think this way. You have to do certain things. And if you don't, then you're probably the most horrible person on the face of the earth. And, you just, and you're just a, betraying your people is what the other side likes to say. And we see that time and time again. And I think most groups are saying enough is enough. And that's our latest in What's Trending. What's Trending Today. Which I'm really happy to have this guy on the program. It has been way too long. I want to say it's been maybe a good six, eight months since we've had him on the show. So happy to have him back. He's the author of the book, What Next at Chicago? Notes of a Pissed Off Native Son. He's also now, since we've talked to him, he is now the senior editor for wirepoints.org, wirepoints.org. You can go and check him out there as well and see all the latest readings and writings and stats and information they have. Excited to have on Matt Rosenberg with us here. Matt, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great, Andy. Wonderful wonderful to be back with you. Yeah, it has been. It's great to have you. It's been way too long since we've had you on the show. And i got to ask, we see the headlines all the time coming out of Chicago every weekend of the number of shootings that happened or crimes on the rise again or the craziness from the politicians. Uh, how is Chicago? Are things getting better there? Or are we still just trying to maintain? <laughs> uh, the city is trying to maintain. In some ways it is. I mean, you know, life goes on until it doesn't. Um, but no, the city's in free fall and it's really not good. Uh, you know, 911 calls, uh, are not being answered, uh, 406,000 times for high priority calls last year. We got that through a freedom of information request, wrote it up. Uh, we've got schools that are, you know, almost entirely empty, a whole bunch more that are half empty. Uh, but the teachers union has a moratorium through the state legislature on closing empty schools. Um, so along with the identity politics that you referred to, you know, we have rigged rules and that, uh, that moratorium on, uh, closures of empty schools is one example. So, you know, the problems continue, the crime feels out of control, um, and the people in charge, from Mayor Lori Lightfoot to uh, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker, keep throwing money around and hoping that'll do something about all of these problems, crime, failing public schools, and it just doesn't seem to work. And when you push through to the end, the answer is always, well, we're fighting systemic racism, you know, and how much longer will people stand for that? That is the big question. That is the big question. You threw a lot out there, and I want to try and tackle as much of it as we can here. Let's start off with the schools and the public education. We're going into the fall semester here here in Kansas, where I'm based out of with our flagship. We have school starting this week, I think, for most students. And I'm sure out there, where you guys are starting here relatively soon as well. Why are people not going to school? Is it because they just aren't? Are they going to magnet schools or private schools? Are they doing homeschooling? What's the deal out there right now? There's been a massive drop-off in enrollment in the Chicago public schools. And let's be clear, Chicago is not alone here. A lot of the big city school systems, uh, we're already trending way down on enrollment, even before COVID, uh, but much more since then. So uh, homeschooling is on the rise. Private schools are on the rise. 
Um, and uh, people are opting out in Chicago, partly because the Chicago Teachers Union, uh, you know, likes to strike at the drop of the hat. They did a work stoppage uh, earlier this year in January. They really upset a lot of parents and students. Uh, and, you know, it was over COVID uh, health measures in the classroom. And it was after uh, agreements had really already been worked out. But um, they had to use the liberal powers to strike that they've gotten in Illinois uh, through the state legislature. So people are fed up for a lot of reasons. The performance results are just miserable. They're just not teaching the kids in our schools, and yet the teachers are all rated as doing an excellent job. And all that stuff comes from public data, by the way, that we've scoured at wire points because that's what we do. So yeah. it's just a kind of a rigged system that's not delivering value to taxpayers. So I think that's why people are headed out the door. But uh, we don't have the choices that we ought to have because of the moratorium on school closures and uh, a moratorium on charter school growth. What we really need in Illinois, and you guys know, this is legal now, thanks to the U.S. Supreme Court. We need uh, robust school choice, and that means vouchers, not just mm. charter schools. Amen to that. I know a lot of states are trying to push for that, and some states are slowly getting it, but it is that teacher's union and those administrators that are fighting this left and right. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming when I remember hearing the stories years ago of Illinois that went bankrupt and you know they were, they were looking for the bailouts to try and keep them going, that the vast majority of the money from the state government and the state budget in Illinois goes to the retirement plan and public education. Does that sound about right? Yeah, I'd have to go check the numbers, but it's very safe to say that uh, you know a great deal of money is pumped into public schools uh, that, again, are completely failing. WirePoints did an in-depth examination. We used 2019 as our year before COVID. Uh, we looked at uh, the percent of students uh, in school districts across the state that were reaching uh, grade-level performance in reading and math, and it was just abysmal, and not only in Chicago. So there's a huge amount of money pumped into the system. The cry is always for more. On uh, the retirement plans, the public employee pensions, that is, yes, an especially chronic area of uh, misfeasance uh, by the government here in Illinois and uh, the, the over-promised obligations keep growing. They're not underfunded. They're over-promised. So there are ways to reform this, but until you get the right people in place, um, it's just not going to happen. And our electorate, sadly, is kind of uh, asleep at the switch. So what do you do about that, Andy? I'm not entirely sure. It is heartbreaking. Yeah. Where are people fleeing now when it comes to the education? I mean, obviously, as you talk about crime, you talk about inner city issues, the lack of opportunity for those because of this, quote unquote, systemic racism, where the minority communities aren't getting the opportunities because the government programs aren't giving it to them when they said they were going to give it to them. Where are people flocking? Is it magnet schools? Is it the homeschooling? And how is this going to turn out for the fall semester? It's uh, a lot of it is private schools, and we have kind of a, a vouchers light program here where the state uh, uh, gets private donors to give money to private school scholarship funds, and they give them a tax credit on their state income tax. It's a very good um, first step 
but it's oversubscribed. There's like about 25,000 kids on a waiting list who want to take advantage sure. of this scholarship fund and go to their uh, local Catholic schools, uh, mostly. Um, so they're definitely going to, to private religious schools. And, you know, the moral instruction is a piece of that. Parents actually want that. Yeah. Um, it's not something you can talk about at a, a cocktail party on the north side of Chicago. <laughs> uh, you know, the idea of moral instruction, but it's out there, it's real, and it's felt actually very strongly by black and Latino families. Uh, there's always been that conservative thread um, running through, uh, you know, uh, the fabric of their communities. So uh, people are heading for the exits in a whole lot of different ways. Homeschooling is growing, and we know some homeschooling advocates here, uh, black folks on the south side of Chicago, and they, they are training parents and training operators to get credentials and homeschool their kids. And nationally, we see that's growing, too. So wow. here's the thing. You re- you really cut away to the big picture. Okay, so big city school systems, public school systems, government schools are, you know, trending downward permanently. Um, then you've got the downtowns, right, in these big cities. It's a whole new era, right, post-COVID um, with remote work, and people are scared to come downtown in cities like Chicago. So, There's a lot of structural change on the horizon, and so we have to look at what cities are poised, you know, to appeal uh, to people who are having these concerns. What are the cities of the future and the metro regions of the future versus which are the cities and metro regions of the past? And it's not looking good up north or on the coast. That's what I'm seeing. Wow. Well, like you said, I mean, there's going to be some changes in the system and in the industries right now. And as people are flunking away from public schools, going to private schools, going to homeschooling, going to magnet schools, whatever they do, it's going to be a wake up call for the administrations in the public education system that are not liking the change and wanting the control over that industry. Got to take a hard break here. We're talking with Matt Rosenberg, senior editor for WirePoints, wirepoints.org. We'll continue this conversation when we come back. I want to talk about some crime stats. I want to talk about the ending of some of the identity politics and how people People are just fed up with this garbage right around the corner here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, 
links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Holy cow, the time just flies right on by. I look up and we had to take a break already. That's why we enjoy Matt Rosenberg on the show, because time just flies right on by when you're having fun talking about some interesting conversations. He is the senior editor for Wirepoints, wirepoints.org. Also author of the book, What Next Chicago? Notes of a Pissed Off Native Son, as we're talking identity politics, public education, and ways to fix up the great land of Chicago and Illinois. And I've got to say, I've, I went through Chicago one time, one time, and it was the dead of winter, and it was cold beyond belief. It was windy beyond belief. It was beautiful. But, man, I struggled a little bit. That was a, that was a brutal winter when I – I think that was my f- second year of college, I believe, just in passing, going from Ohio to Colorado, and that was one of my stops. Well, when I was a kid, we used to be, build igloos in the alley behind my apartment <laughs> building. You, you got to adapt to it. Got to adapt to it. That's right. As we kind of wrap up the education issue, it is encouraging, like you mentioned, that people are starting to do homeschooling or try and get into the private schools. That is good news. I think it shakes up the public education system, like you said, with the school vouchers and giving school choice to take your kids and actually give them a better opportunity. The problem is, though, I think some of the administrators are so bullheaded, they'd rather see the system go down in flames as opposed to make the corrections and actually compete and actually raise their quality standards. What do you think? I, I sadly, that's, that appears to be true here. Um, you know, they're talking about, we have fewer students now, so we can spend more money per student, but in a failing system. Um, and when you count in operating costs, debt costs, and uh, capital costs, we're spending $24,000 a year per student in the Chicago public schools. And across the whole board, you know, you've got well less than uh, one quarter of the uh, students can meet the state standards K through eight in uh, reading or math. So something is very broken here. But there is this tendency, Andy, in these progressive run cities to double down just when you think that humility <laughs> yeah. might be in the offing. Instead, they double down on their failed agenda. And it happens time and again, including with the way that crime is handled, too. And that all stems, unfortunately, from uh, disparities theory, which is rooted in identity politics and says, you know, there's only a certain portion of arrestees or convictees who can be of this race because they make up this much of the population. And it's insane. Whoever said that that was how we're supposed to figure things out, but it's driving 
revolving door courts that release dangerous criminals with prior convictions onto the streets before trial after new offenses they're charged with, and they go out too often and do more bad stuff. So, again, it's a doubling down on failure. Well, it's a doubling down by bureaucrats who don't want to admit that their programs and their taxpayer money is being used inefficiently and that the programs just don't work, and it's really unfortunate. we got just a couple minutes left here, but let's talk about some of the stats. Crime continues to rampage. We see the headlines. I, I expect it. Every Monday and Tuesday, the number of shootings that happen in Chicago, the number of deaths that happen in Chicago, the number of children that were shot over the weekend in Chicago, it gets to be kind of a norm on the national headlines now. Is Are things getting better or worse, in your opinion, as we go along here? Well, funny you should ask that. We dug into this last week because our mayor keeps pointing out that uh, this year to date, compared to last year to date, murders are down and uh, shooting incidents are down just a bit, you know, 15 to 20 percent. And we pointed out 2021 is not the right comparison year. If you compare it to 2019, things are worse. Uh, We also pointed out what gets left out of the weekly crime data summaries beyond just number uh, uh, killed and number wounded. Uh, And quite a lot is left out, including uh, new violations of uh, weapons laws, which are actually very important. These are the guys we should not be letting out on low cash or no cash bail. If they've got two or three prior uh, gun law convictions, you know, you're not allowed to carry, right, if you're a convicted felon. But these guys do it all the time. Then they get busted, and they're they're out of the bond court, you know, in two hours. And then they're out doing more bad stuff. So yeah. we don't count that stuff. Then there's the unreported crime, which is huge. So we detailed all of that. Uh, meanwhile, we've been looking at carjacking data, which is going through the roof and uh, likely wow. to reach a new high. Um you know, about a 20-year high uh, in 2022 based on current projections. How so, scary. Well, um, you guys have a lot just, of... And that is one of the most predatory, disturbing crimes. So we got a predatory strain Matt, amongst the criminal class and a lot of madness out there. It's not a good combo. It's not a good combo. You guys got all the details at wirepoints.org. Matt, it's great to talk to you, my friend. We're out of time here. we got to get you back on the program again at wirepoints.org. Until then, we're back on the radio tomorrow. We'll see you then. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine discussions on religion and spirituality hear entertainment shows and of course yours truly with the voice of reason plus we offer numerous media services including helping you set up your own podcast become your own voice of reason and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic for information on all of our shows links to podcasts each show website or social media link or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment visit our website at hoosiermedia.com again that's hoosiermedia.com the future of media